Have I talked about how good Hellboy is on the podcast before? I, I'm a big Hellboy the fan. The old ones? Yeah, the old ones. The, old, the, the new one was... You're a bit of a hellhead? I, I'm a bit of a hellhead. <laughs> I, uh, the story's cool, too. I watched a bunch yeah. of Fandango movie clips of the new one, and... <laughs> Man, they made what was the guy's he's David sh- Harbor Stranger yeah, Things a, man. Yeah, he they put too much prosthetics on his face. David he, Pearl he looks Harbor. like shit. Yeah, with with Ron Perlman, they barely did any prosthetics for well, like his actual. Well, to like, be features. fair to Ron Perlman, he already is kind of fucked up. He already looking. looks like a demon. Yeah, he looks sick. And David Harbor has cocaine face, so he has a coke bloat. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next segment. All right. <laughs> I just smoked a cigarette. I'm very out of breath. Welcome, horse. Your host, Tristan Horse, back at you again for episode 63. One away, one episode away. Actually, no, no episodes away at all. After the discussion from last week, 64 is coming up, baby. That's right, big Beatles podcast that everyone can enjoy. I know Kevin, who listens, is not a Beatles fan. I know Rudy isn't really a big Beatles fan. You like the Beatles, but you'll you will say that they are overrated. Yeah, I think I yeah. can enjoy something and say that it's overrated. Yeah, no, 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 it's fine. Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's grossly incompetent and wrong. But mm. you know, it's a free country for now. We'll have to see what happens. Whatever with my Fauci and Beatles takes yeah. over. Yeah, um, let's just say it's when Biden dies soon. It's not going to be Kamala that comes right. It's going to be Fauci. Watch. Um, that's that is if Trump doesn't become president again in August, which he will. Welcome to the Horse. I see me host Tristan Horse back at you again for episode 63 of Welcome to the Horse. Welcome to the Horse. I host Tristan Horse. We got a big fucking episode for you guys today. I've been just bursting at the seams, just bussing. Uh, bussing is like a food thing. I, I've been busting. There you go. Bussing is different. That's, what, that's, that's only for food, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like she. I thought that was the thing with like the black kids that like Biden was in trouble for. What did Biden do with black kids? Bussing. Did he say bussing to black kids? No. Oh, bussing. Okay. Very good, Rudy. Very <laughs> That's good. That's funny. Who am I here with? Uh, hi, Frank. I'm Frank. What's Frank's in on? the house. I'm Rudy. I'm also in the house. One. Two. <laughs> I hate that goddamn sound. <laughs> one, two, one, two, three, four. The only podcast I've ever hosted was born with horses in its house. We recorded every week until we missed a few, I guess. But still, you listen and pretend you were here. And then you think we're best of friends and fall in love with us till it ends. Now you're a Richard Cock roommate, exploding pilot lights in flames, or Christian lifting for the Lord, waiting for us to record. Welcome to the horse house. It's me, Steven. Steven, Very I talked shit last week because you said that I, you feel like people don't like it anymore, and I told you it's because you haven't been doing a good job. You blew it out of the park, and I really hate this because I, I know that melody. What song is that? Holland 1945 yes, by, Neutral yes, by Neutral Milk Hotel. I haven't I understood. tried to do his fucking accent. I hope I did okay. It was good. I, I was, was afraid that you were... where I recognized that, that inflection. Jeff Mangum? But... Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was actually going to do the other Neutral Milk Hotel song first. He was just going to go, I love you, Horse, horse house. house. Yeah. Mm. You're a Pinkle Tank? I'm sorry? 
Pinkle Tank? No, I I think I got that cured. What? What about that was, uh, the best? That was like so booming. I don't know. It sounds like a fucking disease. What is Pinkle Tank? They were a brother sister duo. Uh-huh. They were probably like nine and eight. And I, their parents knew a little about music production, so they would help them do songs. And they had like a contest where you could like vote. And they all, all the viewers voted for them, for, for them to do King of the Carrot Flowers Part One. <laughs> and it was just them. That's I Love You, Jesus Christ, right? Yeah. King of Carrot Flowers Part, part One or Part Two. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Part One or Part Two. And uh, or no, oh no, 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 no. Uh, it's part two. Yeah. yeah, it's on like a nature trail, singing a horrible rendition of that song. Is that outsider music? No, it's a shit music. Oh. It's sh- it's shit music from from two little fat fuckers. Catch me. That's, who, that's what it is. Wait, the Jeff Mangum. Augustus Gloop. Fun to do cool 60s things like fat or Augustus Gloop. Twenty tens fat. It's chubby. I was, I was being kind of mean spirited at Pinkle Tank. Uh, let's see if we can get that Pinkle Tank video. Actually, really Rudy and Frank and Tristan. Have, have have you guys ever seen? Um, that video of those two like it's it's very cringe of people singing in the airplane over the sea Mm-mm. it's like an acoustic cover Mm-mm. i saw it on um shouts out to the catatonic youth's instagram page you love if, that page uh yeah. i uh, have you are you familiar frank yeah it's it's i i'm assuming everybody that listens to the show knows about that but it's great fucking content it is every every once in a while i uh, if You'll I actually can't... find some good music too. Sometimes, every <laughs> once in a blue moon. <laughs> but, uh, but like, I'll, I'll go back and uh, watch all of those every once in a while. Was that the video that you showed me from that uh, Instagram page where there's like a gub gub boy playing drums in a high chair, or was that there was like a Blink One Eighty Two cover or something? It was either that or oh yeah 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 the that Blink One Eighty. I've never been able to find that again. It's it's just those kids in that basement screaming Blink One Eighty Two, or or that um. Should have seen it coming out when and hurt the one I love. Wow, you can't find the Pingle Tank cover of uh, King Hair. What about uh, the best little horse house in Florida? Has that ever been done on the podcast? No, it hasn't. That's a really good idea. Well, Thank you. Steven, can you? I'll pray about it. You ever seen that movie? Dolly Parton and Burt Reynolds? I've never seen the whole thing clue through Clue, but I think I saw a Fandango clue. Um, just to be on my Pingle Tank shit a little more. Pinkle Tank, their their first of all, their cover of King of the Carrot Flowers is no longer available. It was in 2011. Um, I forgot they were a musical guest on the Eric Andre show. And three, I forgot about this. Their debut album was called Get Pinkled. Hate that. And I really, <laughs> I've pinkled many women in public bathrooms and some men, but we'll get to that later. Episode 63 of Welcome to Welcome to Amy's Tristan Horse. Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, let's just jump right into it. I have a Delta Eight. We have been the biggest um, proponents and advocates of Delta 8 on this show. I swear by it. Um, unless I say it's it's either the vaccine or the Delta 8, and you know which one I'm taking. Uh, but, uh, so let's 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 dig in. The 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 tweaked out white nationalist who sold it to us. <laughs> he he, uh, he told us it's very crumbly. I don't have a knife. I have those nasty scissors. It'll be fine. Please don't. Just uh, break bread like in the olden times. Frank's, Frank's got a nice weapon for us here. Yeah. I'll uh, everyday carry, as they say. You're a knife guy. I'm a, I'm a bit of a knife guy. I I prefer to fight with my fists, you know, or with oh, words. Yeah, that's a sharp knife. Is it? Yeah, it's a right off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. All right. Let's dig in. Um, oh, yeah. We're not going to need the knife. This dig in and drop out. He said, he said it's crumbly, but not dry. Yeah. 
hypocritically. He's yeah, breaking it up like right weed. Over <laughs> it's literally I'm, like I'm breaking, five pieces. I'm breaking bud right now. His hands are blocked by his laptop screen, so I'll, all I can see is Tristan just looking very fucking constipated. Yeah. Thank you. I'm Holy down, sacrament. I'm down bad. Uh, Rudy, little audio. Is this, is this blessed bread? Just press it together. Yeah. Uh, hold your hand out. Oh, oh my god. A little bit of a tumble. Yeah. So it really doesn't taste any different from... Like a brownie you'd get from the gas station. Yeah. You know, I can kind of enjoy some brown gas station brownies every once in a while. Yeah. All right. Bottoms down. Uh, if it's paired with down. a nice drink. He was right. It is crumbly, but it's not dry. No. It's, it's a little wet. It's a little wet. Need more egg. All right. So we'll wait for these to take hold. Um, so see you in about 45 minutes, everyone. Yeah. They, they tasted... Um, Can we get some water or something? Interesting aftertaste. There's a little hint... Uh, yeah, it was interesting. I have something else to say. Episode 63 of Welcome to the I'm here's Tristan Horsch. Let's hope I don't die. Um, wait. This maybe this will kill me. Maybe it's Branson THC8. So we did what? Jonestown Horse House today? <laughs> yeah, We're Jonestown all... Horse House. Alright, next segment. Third year in a row in the Horse House. It's June, you know what that means. Pride Month, baby. And you know what I like to do every Pride Month? This is the third time I've said it on the podcast. Every Pride Month, I feel like it happens, this is the month that happens the most. I'd say, out of all the months... When did we start? April of 2019. So that would make sense. Yeah, it makes sense. We were headed into Pride Month. Yeah. 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 And we were recording in June. It's not like we were just heading into it. We, we, We were recording in June already. We were coming recording. home in June. So we got four weeks of sh- of this shit. And you know what I like to do? I like to kind of, you know, being gay, ever since, especially ever since 2015, it's been so normal since they can marry now and do whatever they want. And so let's just say gay persecution outside of the Middle East, except for Israel. You know, that's the only place that really exists nowadays. We, we hold our gays. We put our gays on a pedestal here and we'll do anything for them. I mean... For eight years, we had a gay president um, who's actually married to a, a transgender man, a woman. Uh, l- listen, I didn't say it. That's just the facts. Uh, <laughs> but listen, don't stone the, don't stone the messenger. Listen, but, there's like like Tristan saying, like there's definitely like there's been a downtick in like hate crimes towards mm-hmm. homose- the homosexual community. Definitely no like major hate crimes against the homosexual community near the Horsehouse HQ in the past like five years. Yeah, nothing like even nothing the, comes to mind. Even in the bigger cities in in Florida, like Tampa or Orlando, there's been really no gay hate crimes that have happened, um, especially like in the Milk District of Orlando. I went to uh, Pulse a couple of weeks ago. What's that? What's Pulse? Well, it's uh, this one nightclub where um, this Middle Eastern man uh, broke the high score. He, oh, took, it, he took it from... Um, but yeah, we, we didn't really go there. We just sort of drove past it because I was visiting my friend and he lives literally right down the street. Yeah. Just threw some eggs at it on the way and, by. And uh, he, could, he could hear all the Muslims celebrating in the streets. <laughs> Did you know that there's like a 911? T- yeah, there's a turnpike that overlooks Pulse, and there yeah. was just this this van that had like carpet cleaning logos on it, and all, all these Israelis, middle, all these Middle Easterns just <laughs> dancing their asses off. Google it. Uh, Where do Muslims to wear yarmulkes? But I mean, go off, I guess. 
Nice, Stephen. Related to the poll stuff, I just read a headline the other day that uh, Governor, uh, future President DeSantis, is uh, not funding any. Uh, yeah, I heard like, about mental that. Care. And guess what? What I'm a way to say. kick off the month. Um, do you know how much money has been donated to Pulse and like the Pulse Foundation? So much millions and millions and millions of dollars. Um, now, of course, my heart goes out to what happened. It was a very, it was a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. Um, we all know that. Uh, but I don't know why it's the government's job. Um, I, I actually say it's the onus is on Pulse for allowing someone to bring in like an AR-15 into the fucking club. Do they bring it in or do they shoot their way in? I don't he, remember. He walked through the bouncer. Walked right past the bouncer with it. He walked through him. <laughs> Blew he so walked... many holes in him, he could just walk right no, through. Stop. Uh, no, it was it was funnier if you think he's supernatural. He, he was a ghost Muslim who did it. But well, yeah, uh, DeSantis, you know, listen, we... We live in the blessed kingdom of Florida, and he's done so much for us already. The blessed dominion. Um, of he Florida. does a lot for Florida. Yeah. He he donates a lot to Israel. He well, that's a very good thing because I do stand with Israel. We'll get more to that later. He um, donates a lot. To, he and Matt Gates both donate a lot of their time to children. So I wasn't supposed uh, to tell you this, Stephen, but Tristan has a fifty-five gallon drum of hummus out back. We're going <laughs> to really and, get into it. We're all going to take turns going to the bathroom in it, uh, just just to stick it to you and all the other libtards. But uh, but may God bless Ron DeSantis. But but to get back to Pride Month, we all know that during Pride Month, since it's so easy for gays to live in this country now, you know what is Pride if there's not any persecution or oppression? So I do my part to kind of make their lives a little harder, so they can be more proud to be gay. So what I've been doing, I um, the other night I burned a cross into two lesbians' front yard. Um, I dressed up as a cop and went to a Pride event. They hate that. Um, I don't swallow anymore for the month of June. Uh, I mean, that's about. Oh, um, I, I hung out with a gay friend and I and I deleted his all of his TiVo of Will and Grace. But, uh, <laughs> Thanks but so, so, so I've been doing my part, and I hope you guys do as well, and also the Horse House listeners, because I love my gay brothers and sisters, and um, I only want them to experience the most pride they possibly can. And like I said, what is pride without harsh persecution and discrimination? <laughs> Uh, so... Yeah, I don't do any gay shit during Pride. Like, I don't watch Barney. I don't, um... <laughs> Barney Frank? Like, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, scooter at the skate park. I only ride by skateboard. Yeah. Um, I only listen to Hoobastank and Nickelback and, and... Chumbawamba. And, yeah. Dishwasher. I don't do, I don't do, uh, I don't do any gay shit during Pride. I like, I, that wasn't a great joke. I'm sorry. You know, they're, they I was a little lost winners. the entire time, but it was good. Well, we were you going with your piece. We were going with like the old like when gay means like baby in like 2003. You know what I mean? When gay means when, baby. What? When when gay meant like <laughs> like when people used gay in the connotation of like this is stupid or childish. Yeah. Like, dude, we you stopped? like you watch Barney? That's gay. <laughs> Wait, we stopped. <laughs> Steven's out there in his fucking liberal ivory tower saying, "Remember whenever <laughs> everyone said that things were gay." But yeah, it, listen, enjoy Pride Month. And yeah, can the, we cut that? The, the gays really don't like cops at Pride. Why? 50 years ago, Stonewall happened, and I guess the cops instigated it. Um, although it's probably one of those, those pesky gays. Trying, know, I mean, attention. They love attention. It wasn't on them for people, a Who's more likely to instigate a riot? That is the gays really, or cops. You have a great point. It's the BLM gays. It makes no sense that they were that were at Stonewall fifty years ago. <laughs> the Palestinian BLM Marxist Antifa gays. <laughs> yes, yes. That's I can't believe that's BLM is like fucking Hydra. Yeah. BLM's been around since the <laughs> fucking forever. Cool society. Uh, so do your part this Pride Month. Nerf um, the turf. Nerf the turf. Nerf the turf. Yeah, fuck J.K. Rowling. Nerf That's the right. turf and avoid the noid. Yeah. That's right. Next segment. Oh.
think was it? I don't know if it was the previous episode, but you guys were uh, talking about the the missing fifth commandment. It was, yeah, the missing five commandments. Yeah, there missing, was fifteen originally. Yeah, I I never consulted the Bible to to see if I was right to say that he broke one whole tablet and lost five commandments. Did you do any research into that? No. We'll I just didn't. pretend like that's exactly what happened. But I I did find some. You found some. Yeah. So eleventh. Um, you were in Babylon yeah, doing some in, research in, over uh, the week. Baba Ganoush. But yes. Um, I was watching a lot of Babylon 5. 11th is Thou Shall Not Steal. That's mm-hmm. obvious. There's a little Simpsons reference for you. Yeah. That, that's already in the Ten Commandments, though. So thou... No, it's not. Thou Shall thou Not shall steal? steal? That's not in the Ten Commandments. No. Really? Yeah, because, you know, they made a little loophole. Does it not... Is, is stealing not included in coveting? Covet thy neighbor's wife? Yeah, but they don't or say anything stuff. about that's covet thy neighbor's goat. Wait, what is it? I don't know. They never they they don't say anything about coveting thy neighbor's goat or his horse. Sure, why not? Now uh, the twelfth commandment: uh, cash, grass, or ass. No one rides for free. <laughs> Very good. Uh, oh Lord. Commandment number thirteen: Thou shalt only make pizza rolls in the microwave. <laughs> little, alert. A little ahead of its time. Yeah. Uh, I hate that. By the way. Let's see. Commandment fourteen: Don't eat pussy on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> And the last hey, I thought there, I thought there was no fish on Friday during work. <laughs> and the final fifteenth commandment: Don't trust the Jew. <laughs> Never mind. Th- that that must have been a little awkward for, uh, for Moses, though, right? Was well, it Moses who did it? Well, I, it was Abraham. No, Moses. Moses. Moses yeah, because yeah, he broke he broke that tablet, and the only way that you could get the tablet back was like um, if Jonah had gone into the whale's cloaca. It was actually tucked up in there. <laughs> Wells don't have Chloe because they're not. I, think, I, I like to think, think so. that, that Moses had the had all the tablets and he saw the Jew one and he was like, <laughs> "Well, fuck, this is bad for me." Oh, only, and he just pitched it. Uh, only chickens and Asian girls have cloaca. Do you know that? So you're saying he did sort of a self-serving, very selfish thing. Yeah, not I really open with it. Not really goth guy. Wait, we're not. Are we still talking about uh, the cloacas? We were having a theological uh, discussion while you guys were talking about mammalian cloacas. I was kind of going off on the cloaca. That was the name tangent. of my Alan Parsons project cover band. <laughs> That's the second time you made that joke today. Second time, uh, Frank. I'm glad you could find those. Thank you. Where'd you find that at? My backyard. <laughs> That's, that's right. I forgot you're Mormon. All that shit happened in America. Yeah, well... I, Mount Sinai was actually in Ocala, Florida. I have to bury my drugs sometimes in order yeah. to stop myself from dipping into the stash. Well, people have always said, heathens who are going to hell, but people have always said that um, the burning bush that he saw was actually a psychedelic bush, bush or whatever. Yeah, DNA. And he was actually just tripping on, on, Mount, on Mount Sinai. But of course, that is not true. That's also that story is where the, from what I've heard, false stereotype of Jews having horns came from, because a lot of depictions of Moses in the Bible it says that he had um, light coming from his head like horns, and so like a lot of um, uh, artists when they would do paintings and sculptures of him, they would put horns on them, and that's where the the uh, the like I said, supposedly fake thing about them having well, horns. Came horns from. used to be an angelic symbol until Hitler came along, and then everyone had to change. Yeah, it's crazy. Sure, why like, not? I'll give you a horse. It's crazy. Like they said that like um, the Jews were tripping on Mount Sinai. It's like saying they are in gay sex in Sodom. <laughs> like, come on, it just goes down. <laughs> come on, 
<laughs> I still hate that sound. I, I, I can't. I'm not, yeah, I'm I don't not, know I'm why you get used brought to it. it upon us. Is that it's, someone's actual fart? It's a queef. You know, did you listen to the episode where uh, Twitch streamer was queefing? Uh, you, out you don't listen anymore? No, I do. There's like 63 <laughs> episodes it's, worth it's of true. content. It's, it all gets blended. Yeah. He restarts every week, but he and, never And Frank was it. confused because, because of that. Because sound. of Win Dixie. Because of Win Dixie, but also because of that and their rape lighting. That dog of... licked my face off. <laughs> because of that, because of that sound, we got put on Twitch in the uh, hot tubs and queefing section. <laughs> Don't so... get Rudy started. It's just a dumb policy. It's okay. I'm past it. He was personally victimized and traumatized by. Oh, these speaking things. of Rudy, our friend Tristan, you need to share a revelation with him. Oh yeah, sure. Why not? Do I'm you, uh... um, uh, Rudy. Uh, you like music, right? Yeah, I'm a fan. You would say you like music, right? Yeah. Um, are you, uh, if you had to name maybe the most famous band from continental Europe that sings predominantly in their own language, so their lyrics are in their own language, what would be the first band that popped in your head that you are also a fan of? Is he going to shit on Rammstein? Quite the opposite, actually. Okay. Go on. So what would your guess be? It would, if, be, it would be Rammstein? I have been listening to only Rammstein. Hell fucking yeah. Uh, for the last four or five days. That's all I listen to. That's sick as shit. I just put, I, I just let it autoplay on Spotify and I just jam. My favorite yeah. song is Mindland. I love that song. Is I'm that, um, see, I don't know any of the, the song titles or the lyrics. Yeah, my favorite song is uh, Ein Führer, Ein Volk, Ein Reich. It was a weird. That's not a real one. <laughs> They've been fighting the the, the Nazi stigma for, yeah. since nineteen ninety four. Well, really. I mean, if you're like a dude that's remotely hardcore for and Frank you're in Germany, and the listeners at home, Tristan hates metal music really? for I, the most it, part. It's not that I ha- I like early metal. I like late sixties, early to mid seventies metal. What Helter some people Skelter. might call proto metal. Helter Skelter. <laughs> yes, Helter Skelter is my favorite metal song. It's the only one I've ever heard. Like your favorite metal no, band, you would probably say is Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath, yeah. yeah. Um, I like Black Sabbath. I like Ronnie James Dio solo. Um, I, that was good. I like Rainbow. Yeah. Um, I like Motorhead. Although Lemmy would say they're rock and roll, he hated metal. Yeah. He he was very staunch in his opinion that they were a rock and roll band, not metal. Um, yeah, I've never been a huge metal guy. Um, but you know, uh, yeah. So that's really all the metal I listen to. But Rammstein, really been loving it. But that's not completely metal. That's also like like. I would call Rammstein hard rock. Hard rock. They're industrial. But, but yeah, that's fair. Industrial metal. That's the word. I think is the. Mind. But there is actually a German, a Germanic term for what their genre. Really? So I let's was, see what it is. I was struggling. What do you think is the most like sonically compa- comparable band? I was trying to. Th- I was going to say KMFDM. I don't know that. To Rammstein. Yeah. What do you think, Frank? I can't think of a one. Hmm. They're very unique. Call in and uh, let us know what you think. Their genre is called New Deutsch Hart. Hart. Hart? It's, it's N-E-U-E. Yep. New word. Neu. Deutsch. And then How's the H-A-R-T-E. Harte? I don't know. Is that just German for music or sound? I know. I don't actually know. New German hardness. Okay. That's what it is. Hurt is listen. Sounds like a really unofficial genre. New German well, hard. It sounds like a genre that essentially they started calling themselves because they weren't close to any other genre. Yeah, of music. really. One um, thing cool that he did, uh, the lead singer Till Lindemann. Uh, yeah, something like that. At yeah. one uh, concert, Till Lindemann. Yeah. At one uh, concert he did, uh, he had like t- in order to do like a theatrical effect, he had a really bright light. Like he had a hole cut into his cheek, and then he, really? s- he stuck the light, so it looks like he, every time he opens his mouth, it's just white light. That's, so pretty, that's cool. pretty cool. Like he, he could have cool just shit. bent the thing and put it into his mouth, but he was like, 
no, fuck it. Just put it through my chair. Well, you gotta think, making a hole right here probably doesn't hurt that bad. Mm, I don't know. There's no... It's like getting a dermal piercing. There. You don't have nerves in your cheeks. Not at all. Well, you ever had like a cold sore inside of your mouth? Awful. That shit hurts. Their, uh, their music videos are really good, too. Uh, I haven't watched any Rammstein music uh, videos. Yeah. Is, uh, is a really Mine good one. Mein Man, you guys are Rammstein nuts over here. Feder Blut. They, uh... Das um, I, I've always wondered... This means I, dick blood. For years, I've been looking for a band that maybe kind of picks up where the Beatles left off. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I would like to think that if the Beatles didn't split in late 69, early 70, depends on who you ask, I'd say that they'd probably start making Rammstein's music if they were still together in the 90s. 100%. Yeah. Uh, the real Paul McCartney is actually the lead singer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Very good. <laughs> which headless body. Yeah. Would you have thought that Not Billy uh, Paul McCartney would be up on a mic just going, Doo! Pretty crazy. <laughs> and, um, and, and you know, uh, Tristan, when we were talking earlier, you did mention the Beatles were playing in Germany in the early 60s. True. So maybe some of the members saw them. Because all the members of Rammstein are in their 70s and early 80s. I was going to say, I thought you were working like a, they had kids there angle. They were no, fucking sorry, they were there. They were, there. Okay. They were, they were at the, uh, the, the Cafford Club in England. They were at whatever fucking Hamburg um, cafe. The High out of their, their mind on proto-meth. Yeah, yeah, on, on, on playing, the best amphetamines you can get. Playing like two six-hour shows a day. Yeah. It's not 64 yet. we got to save all of our Beatles energy for 64. Everyone's gonna love it. Um, I just really but, want to see like John Lydon like strung out on like Stuka pills. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. basically. <laughs> they, uh, but yeah, um, episode sixty four, the official begin, the official beginning of Beatles summer, and also White Boy summer. It's true. Uh, Go but, and yeah, get you one. Rammstein really been enjoying. It. They're also kind of like the Jason Derulo <laughs> of industrial metal because Jason Derulo loves to say his name in songs, yeah. and Rammstein most of their song songs are just one. Rammstein. And they did it's have cool. a they did have a cameo in the Cats movie. Uh, <laughs> they just did. like Jason Derulo. Yes, and they, they uh, the only assholes they left in were Rammstein's <laughs> assholes. But I said on Twitter I would love to see Rammstein host Jeopardy as co host for two weeks. As the whole band. The whole band doing yeah. it together. I think that'd be a lot of fun for everyone. What about uh Jeff Peterson from uh the Craig Ferguson show? He'd the skeleton. Oh, I, just I mean, skeleton. Skeleton. he'd just be a good him, host. Just him. Yeah. You know, on that on that same note, Andy Richter. Yeah. No. Fuck no. You know, Richter I, is he's a nutcase. He's like Ken Jennings. What? Am I, am I the only one who doesn't like Ken Jennings? I liked him as the, I, like, I, liked I don't him like his face. He's, he's just, an enjoyable guy. He looks like a caricature of George Bush, like with the big ears. And, and he cried on TV, so that's weak, and I don't I don't appreciate that. You know, World War One was a fight between this imperialist Prussian legacy military. And 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 the Western European powers ultimately further led by Woodrow Wilson this idea this dream of the fourteen points of peace right um, a war to end all wars World War Two it was this big fight between you know fascism and capitalism right and capitalism united with communism to fight like this ultra nationalist fascist threat and I think if um, we were ever to see another third world war between Germany and that sort of like more Western European Anglo American identity, it would have to be Ramstein versus Slipknot. Uh, I was wondering where you're going, and you will get a horse for that. I think they both play in Drop D too. No. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> is, it, is that the tuning the band uses? Yeah. Just, oh, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, uh, like Ram GC FAD. Yeah. Ramstein gets to like put on all of their like very like black clothes and slick their hair back, and then well, Slipknot gets to wear any mask they want. Yeah. Corey Taylor has to stop doing heroin for like a week. Yeah. 
Get ready for All right, here's it. Oh, they're black one. clothes. What are they wearing? Uh, South Pole? I got one for you guys. Uh, queef who'd, yourself. That wasn't great. Who would win in a fight? Well, All hey, right. what were they wearing? Fubu? Frank hit the queef. Rumsteen's wearing North Face and uh, Slipknot's wearing South Pole. <laughs> what an image. What's up? Who would win in a fight, okay? Yeah. All of Slipknot versus undead Peter Steele with nunchucks. Wait, who's Peter Steele? Isn't that the guy from uh, Typo Negative? Oh, You're asking well, the wrong audience. I have no fucking <laughs> yeah, idea. Yeah, any of the members Frank, of Typo Frank Negative were not that cool. That's all right. But who, who, would, who would win in a fight, Slipknot or drug addiction? The actual like <laughs> habit of drug addiction? Or also, is this a band? Also, one more thing. <laughs> who would win in a fight, uh, Slipknot or their daughters committing suicide? Yeah. Uh, did, did one of their daughters commit suicide? See, that's I wouldn't open it. That's a little tough. No, so that would be kind of fun if you had like a disappointing daughter standoff and you had uh, Corey Taylor versus Lawrence Fishburne. They could just duke it out. Lawrence I believe Fishburne's it was. I believe it was the Don't clown that percussionists. Out. I don't think Don't so. Need, was that racist or something? No, Lawrence Fishburne's daughter went into porn and he disowned her. Oh yeah, oh, very was briefly. It, was that Fishburne? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are they back together now? I don't. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. But like, when the first time you told me about that, Rudy, uh-huh. like I thought we read about it on like Wikipedia or something, and it said that she didn't have like a sustained pornographic career. Okay. I wonder if we can. Okay, find who it. would win? The drummer for Def Leppard's arm versus uh, a semi trailer. <laughs> 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 who would win? Randy Rhodes or a palm tree? Oh, oh did he have Rudy. a palm tree? Yeah, they were buzzing Ozzy's uh, a trailer or his tour bus that he was sleeping. Again. Really? Yeah, they got all fucking loaded and hit up their pilot buddy. It was in Florida, I think it was in like West Palm Beach. Really? Or something. And they were like, "Yeah, what if we just get really close to this bus?" Wow! And then clipped a palm tree and fucking died. Really? Yeah. Hey, what do what do I Randy heard... Rhodes, Buddy Holly, the Big Bopper, and half of Leonard Skinner have in common? <laughs> Stop. What? Between all of them, about half an airplane engine. <laughs> Fuck. Based alert. They uh yeah, I saw um a video of Ozzy listening to. I saw a video of Ozzy listening to the isolated guitar track on Crazy Train by um was it Dusty Rhodes? Yeah, whatever. His friend who died. Randy Rhodes. Tony Iommi. Um, Tony Iommi. And it was it was it was very emotional. Boss gags. Ozzy was crying, and I said, "Well, I don't. I never want to watch Ozzy Osbourne cry. I think I want Ozzy Osbourne probably once a day. And that's really? no cap, Jack. I think that's." <laughs> Just why don't you just shut up, man? <laughs> hey, also, um, before place based alert, b- b- just saying, why can't you just shut Will up? You man? just shut up, man. Before, <laughs> that's a funny joke. Before we end this segment, because I'm about to, uh, I said it a little bit on Twitter. We're going back to the Jeopardy thing. I've been kind of a Jeopardy freak lately. I watch it every single night, and if I mm-hmm. can't watch it, I record it. And historically, Tristan and I both love Jeopardy. Yeah. I don't know about you, Frank or Rudy. Jeopardy but- is probably the greatest. Home from work, McDonald's show in the world. Yeah, right. That's it's it's like it's something apt. you. It's like you don't have to search five hours for a movie. Just put on Jeopardy. Just put on Jeopardy. Stuff your face. Like Twenty minutes say, of bliss. I was gonna say when when I was a young boy coming home from elementary school and my mom made dinner, I would watch Jeopardy while I ate dinner. Yeah. No, same. That was like a mainstay in my home. I'm not up. sure if you guys been keeping up with the rotating guest hosts. But I do, I said it on Twitter, my dream blunt rotation, I left one person out by accident, my dream, my dream Jeopardy blunt rotation, I'm going with Ken Jennings, sorry Frank, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers, I'm going with Bill Whitaker of 60 Minutes fame, and Mayim Bialik. Mayim Bialik's doing a from, great From Big job. Bang Theory yeah. and Blossom. She's doing a great, she's so cute, she has that big Semitic nose, 
and a very sharp chin. She's cute as a button. She's actually a real life genius. She's a fucking neuroscientist. She's also really good at opening cans with her face. (laughs) (laughs) And then she looks up at the camera and she goes, it's a living. (laughs) She's my current queen. I appreciate you want to say that about her. She has kind of a stupid, thick, crazy ass. (laughs) That they they don't show enough on Jeopardy. And I kind of got... A double caked up Champs Elysees brioche back yeah, there. I would like to see maybe Jeopardy start doing like a Miami ass cam. You yeah. want to see her Jewish thing thanging? Yes, and she has quite the chest ass too. And it's it's, it's kind of like damn, this bitch is kind of dummy thick and smart. She got a thick brain, thick ass, thick tits, maybe a little bit of a belly too. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> yeah, you, I don't like it whenever he gets like this. But but I mean like. Uh, what what she has I, two I, kids? No pictures at all of that. The process. I think ult- respect. Oh, I think ultimately <laughs> what makes a great respect is still ultimately what makes a great Jeopardy host is you have to have like some some intelligence, but also a certain charm, a charisma. Like and 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 she has both. Well, and she's so she's just so cute on it too. She has so much fun. You can tell you she's can having tell a blast. Miami Bialik, despite having the worst time on earth, is having a great time. But there's something I noticed. She doesn't okay. struggle with the teleprompter either, like Buzzy Not Cohen. Not at all. Buzzy, Buzzy Cohen. Cohen don't get me tele- started on fucking Buzzy Cohen. That, that motherfucker, Buzzy Cohen. Cute as a bug. He but... needs to, with a name like that, he needs to be playing ukulele in a vaudeville ragtime band. <laughs> Buzzy Cohen. Buzzy Cohen opening old, up for Pokey Lafarge. On an old dusty 78 record. You see he the need, name Buzzy Cohen. He needs Cohen. to be in a short line for a big oven. <laughs> <laughs> Who, why, the, why the fuck do we do this show? <laughs> We're leaving it in. But, but uh, I, sorry. I had a question for everyone. So we've all seen Jeopardy. We enjoy Jeopardy. Jeopardy was always, with the exception of who wants to be a millionaire, I've always considered it, they might be neck and neck, as the classiest game show. By far. Jeopardy has a total class to it. Yeah, 100%. And it's unfortunate that like the, the retard... Corral review follows that show every night at seven thirty, <laughs> which is Wheel of Fortune, which is just a disgusting, vile show. Mm-hmm. And but Jeopardy always had a very like an air of like uh, intelligence, of course, um, and just it, it was classy. You well, know, it's, it's they didn't joke around a lot. They didn't really talk yeah. too much. Well, and all the banter was like very intellectual too. Exactly, and, and, and it's the it's the one. I'd say it's the one game show that's really totally on merit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's you might you might get a category that you don't know, mm-hmm. right? Like ultimately, what trips up Ken Jennings? It's a fucking question about UPS, yeah, right? Um, but but like, there's no there's no American Gladiators. There's no big wall you have to jump through. There's no there's no slime. There's yeah. no there's no narcissistic bitch host mm-hmm. talking about who's the we- weakest link. And Damn, it's not Steven. You're right though. And, she and, was a cunt. And and, and it's and it's 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 not Pat Sajak with three fucking ghouls. It's, it's not. It's not Pat Sajak with fucking homunculi uh, made out of hair and gourds going. Um, gourds like like i'd like to buy a vowel m and you just yeah (laughs) really and truly like uh and 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 half the time you can look at the puzzle and like one time i was watching it and like it was the this long ass puzzle and it was just song and you could tell through just by looking at it it was i heard it through the grapevine what other no but what other song fucking fits in that and they were like j yeah name an animal with three letters in its name alligator (laughs) yeah well, that's why they could never do um, the SNL bit 
the Celebrity Jeopardy with Wheel of Fortune because it would mm. just seem like it was a normal episode of Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like every game show they have to introduce a person with like their sob story, mm-hmm. and it's just to pad the runtime for like fifteen minutes. Yeah. yeah. And something a, a, a big thing I noticed: uh, American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. That they did that. They would have like the five Japanese every third person on there has cancer. One hundred percent superior. But yeah. uh. uh the original Ninja Warrior, it's probably one of my favorite game shows. Oh, yeah. There's no bullshit. It's just people falling in the water. Same yeah. with Wipeout. They didn't... That was yeah, kind Wipeout of was a, a good show. Wipeout was too slapsticky for me. Yeah. I was I just would, like, look look at Fat Lady it, fall it off. It gets old fast. Did you ever see Unbeatable Bonzuke? Yeah. Unbeatable Bonzuke really was show. cool on G4. Really they're, they're, they're like on unicycles going yeah. to like obstacle courses. What's Silent Library? What's yeah. the show that everyone fucking creams their pants for? MXC. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah that's a, you ever yeah. watched it? Yeah. MXC is a great show. Yeah. Hilarious. I, have, I would rather them run old episodes of MXC after Jeopardy. Classic, just as a palate yeah, cleanser. Classic Spike. I have like this dumbass built-in... Like, I get free TV with, like, my dumbass Samsung yeah. TV. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. Uh, in one of the channels, just without fail, 90% of the day is playing MXC. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, no, it, it's an awesome show. I have it on DVD. It's not bad. People just, I feel like, lose their shit for it too easy. I meant to. We kind of went on a tangent, but I had more to say about the classiness of Jeopardy. Since um, Jewess Queen Mayim Bialik, who is a... Full-fledged Zionist, which what makes you love her even more. Can you say name a little slower? Mayam. Mayam. Bialik. That, that sounds like not, a rapper, like YNB Melly or whatever. Mayam Bialik. Is it not Mayim? M-A-Y-I-M. I've always heard it as Mayam Bialik. Mayim? Mayim Bialik. But she's a staunch supporter of Israel. The only country in the Middle East that will let you sodomize each other, will let you speak freely, and will let you drink alcohol. So listen, in my book, have you seen these IDF soldiers? There's women idea soldiers. <laughs> there we go. They're hottish. Some hot nice chunks hell. of chicken over there. You ever seen a? Uh, you ever seen a female soldier from Palestine? Yeah. Guess what? They're They've all been the blown up by a rocket. Wasn't that? They're all in the hospital, but they had their clits cut off. There were, no, there was that really young Palestinian. Stop making that face. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, after they get, they get done with their clit surgery, do you know what the uniform is? Fucking garbage bag. You can only see their eyes. And guess what? I'm not an eye guy. Well, it's a shame they, they chose white uniforms for the, the female soldiers. What, is that a KKK <laughs> joke? No, well, it's a well, period joke. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, no, because after they get the operation, they're, you know, they got stains all over. <laughs> yes, sir. Fuck oh, you. Yeah. But I hate stains. this episode so far. So the, the question I want to ask about Jeopardy, <laughs> since, since I've been trying to get to this for about 10 minutes, since the, since, since Miami has begun, has joined the show for two weeks. It's a little more loose mm-hmm. on the show. People kind of like will say say things if they don't get a question right. You know, they'll make little snide remarks, little funny jokes. And I like it. It's fun. But also, do we want that on Jeopardy? Right. Do we want people kind of clowning, being clowns? Well, can you give me an example of the clownery? No, I, I can't. Seen it. I don't know how it's bad it is. It's happened many times during her episodes. Um, and like I said, I don't mind it. It's fun. Justin will put it in post. Or yeah, you won't. Or maybe I won't. But I just wanted to get maybe feel you guys out. How do we feel about like a less classy Jeopardy? It should be a different Jeopardy. It's, it should be called like Fun Jeopardy. Well, I mean, they have like... Uh, in this there is of- a looser Jeopardy. It's called the Tournament of Champions. Yeah, I hate where the people, fucking Tournament of Champions. People come back and the questions seem harder. I don't know if they are. No, they're harder. They're definitely harder. 
and the college championship. The college when they have the college kids on and the teens on, they like to have fun. But yeah. it's always like, how many beers can one person drink in the quad before they overdose on alcohol? Well, that was. <laughs> um, but but uh, I mean, like you you don't want to lose a certain. Oh, wow! You don't. <laughs> you don't want to lose a certain. <laughs> Uh, you don't want to always say I'm too loud uh, when I'm talking. You did the same thing. Fuck you. Uh, I just get excited. They, uh, they, uh, they, uh, it's, it's, it's always do. Fuck. So the thing about Jeopardy is like you want to keep like a certain intelligence. With you feel no pain. The thing about Jeopardy is like when they do the interviews, right? They're always a little awkward because like, but yeah. but they keep like a certain intelligence. It's always like, no, oh, I understand well, your dad died in a car accident. I understand that you have a cat that's also a sommelier, <laughs> but then you compare no, that to like Wheel of Fortune. The way I proposed to my wife, my wife is I, I took her to uh, the English countryside because she loves Jane Austen. And then we had a lovely picnic with some Sally Lund buns. And I took her to this beautiful country estate and I proposed it was a beautiful thing. And my embryologist just like, oh, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. I'm glad you had that moment together. Um, Pat Sajak walks up to a fucking potato he's talking to. And, and they're like, and he's like, so, uh, uh, Tiesta Daniel from San Luis Obispo, tell me a little bit about yourself. And he says, Pat, I'm a Sagittarius and I'm addicted to gay porn. Now, that is how they talk, though. That's true. And that was funny, Stephen. That's funny because that's the delivery. And um, someone who's been on the horse house before, uh, Liz, she thought that Vanna White was a title. Like 007. <laughs> yeah. No, that's totally she true. Had the, she was hanging out with me and Rudy one night, which a couple of guys drinking some beers. And she... Talked about how she thought that Vanna White, like 007, was there have been many Vanna Whites over the years. As much as I don't like to be charitable to her, I don't mm. think it was so much that Vanna White, like, you, I'm hiring you as a Vanna White. Uh, it was like, well, that bitch had to have died forever ago. They do it like the like the dogs you see in car dealership commercials. And they she, just keep replacing them. She has a point with what? that. Because, because Vanna White looks better than she should. And yeah. she's, it's not even an unnatural beauty, like youngness. Like, she looks good. That show's got to be on for close to 40 years, right? Yeah, but I think... Probably more, yeah? You'd think so. It started in the 80s, I'm pretty certain. Okay. Um, the, uh, it's... Vanna White's usually far away. Yeah. So is Pat. At they the use end, those, she's up close to the But they use those soap opera soft focus. They put a silk stocking over the camera <laughs> lens to, to soften everything. Shouts out to silk stockings from the <laughs> yeah. Now, they've, they've... You can see that in Star Trek a lot. When they have a woman who's yeah. kind of older, you can sell it... They they put the the silk sock over the the, the, the lens over the woman. It, it's actually in between the lens and the um. What's the hole called that you screw the lens into? The aperture. The, the aperture. Whatever. The aperture. Yes, sir. Um. One more thing about game shows. The next segment. Vanna White and Pat Sajak. They've had to have fucked before. I bet early Hate days. Fuck. And then Working they, together for forty years. They've had to have fucked. I bet once. early days they were fucking like rabbits. They, yeah. they had the to wheel. have. A, I bet they had to have a time. <laughs> Where they were like, hey, we've got to put this aside. We're really, grown-ups. Yeah. We have yeah. a show to run. Okay. I uh, can... But, like, you know, like, they were waiting for years and years for that whole place to finally be closed down one night so <laughs> they could fuck on the wheel. And he, and Pat, <laughs> yeah, we're going to stay Pat, behind for a no, little Pat bit. No, Pat Sajak, he, he puts her on top of the wheel, and then he spins it, and <laughs> when it lines up with his dick... <laughs> How much money would you pay to fuck on the wheel from Wheel of Fortune? I get a lot too of, sick. A lot of pegs. It'd be uncomfortable. Well, hey, depending. Very, very hey, peggy. wait a minute. Well, if you're kind of giving different me crazy ideas over here. I'm just saying, I would slap my dick against the little, uh, <laughs> the little ticker. That's how I would just masturbate. I, I just send it spinning, and I kind of put my dick there and just kind of... 
Oh yeah, like put it do you think yeah. every it's like climax? I think yeah, it's probably why is the wheel all brown? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's, it's probably a gonorrhea rule, like here. every Wheel of Fortune vacation that people can win. Um, they send Pat and Vanna on it first, and if they don't fuck, then it's it doesn't meet the cut. Like if 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 they go on like an Alaskan cruise, Vanna's like, does it come with alcohol passes? <laughs> oh, my, they're like, my bed sheets smell like Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> title of my bed sheets smell like wheel of fortune thank you um i'm gl- if i would have eaten that whole brownie I- i'd be dead why i'm pretty fucked up over it really yeah i'm, I'm pretty high re- right now i ain't feeling shit really same well they say with edibles there's pockets of thc yeah. in them and I-, I was hitting the the vape pretty hard so yeah it made my stomach very upset i've i'm kind of having a hard time it made you a pussy so it's working for steven it'd be funny if I started, you know, sometimes when people do edibles or get high, they think they're having a heart attack. It'd yeah. be funny if on live on air, I had like a paranoid heart attack. Oh, and then we all clapped for you and then you died alone, just like that comedian. Kind of like oh, I almost did before I hosted the episode. <laughs> yes. What if, yes. You had a, what, what if uh, you were so high that you got a paranormal heart attack <laughs> and you started seeing things hey, in hey, two? Get out! Shit. Get out! Monster house. Get out, Steven. You're not welcomed here anymore. Paranorman. I remember Monster House. That was a fun movie. Yeah. Monster House was a great movie. I only, I, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. The only thing I remember from that movie is... Isn't it about that dude's dead wife? Monster yeah. House or Paranorman? Uh, fat lady die and yeah. fall in concrete and basement and her soul and, possesses. And, and, and like is haunting the, haunting the presence. Oh, is that Paranorman? No, I've seen it like no that's once. Monster House. Monster House was a good movie. It's like, it's like, it's like sad up. Yeah. yeah. Like in, in up, the, the old man's wife dies sad and, and he has... Down. He has a new uh, child and dog to have sex with. But in Monster House... Can we isolate that audio, please? <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> Steven, uh, can you finish the phrase oil and... Arabs? Sage reduction. Uh, the only thing I remember about Monster House is that they stole a bit from the most classic animated children's film of all time. The Rear Window? Jones. Oh. Uh, where they make a uvula testicle joke. Yeah. Where they go like, oh really? Yeah, the the is that where the cum is stored? Well, they do like, <laughs> hey, is that where the house's cum is? They do like the very like tropey like the smart girl, and then they've got the dumb boy, and they've got the protagonist bland yeah. boy, uh, and the girl's like, oh, that must be its uvula, and the fact it goes, oh, so it's a girl house. That's that's some fun family friendly dick joke, you know. Well, I think it was a vulva thing. Sorry, yeah. or perhaps a uterus, uvula, yeah, uterus. It was, vul- not, it was a vulva. Yeah, I'm not joke. going. I'm not going. That's uterus, kind of uncommon. Yeah. Of, well, well, kids don't know what a vulva is, so yeah. you can get away with that. Back in 2008. Oh, this must be a gay house. Can check that, by the way? Because I think I'm exactly right. 2008, Monster House? We don't know 2006, but you're probably right. I know, was Obama running back when that movie came out? No, he's just walking. He's crip walking. <laughs> Let's see. He was with a monster house? Shouts out to Riff Raff. Obama was tiptoeing in his Jordans. <laughs> Fucking dumb. Monster House was released in 2006. Ooh. Yikes. But you were in the three-year margin, so we'll give you one horse on that. But if this was 104.1, I was closest to the pin. So. Next segment. Closest to the pin. Turner and Gooch. Now it's time for the horse house voicemails. Let's step into them. 321-323-9521. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. All my 
friends know the Florida. Those those guys made that song. They made and uh, why can't we be friends? Can you just imagine the Lopez family jumping on those trampolines? (laughs) Yeah, with the sky in the background. Is that war? I uh, yeah, it's war. Yeah, that was great. Spill the wine, right? Many a fap was had over that mom back in the early two thousand. War with her burden from the animals. Carmen was pretty hot too. Oh yeah, only bangers. Yeah, Carmen Lopez. Eleven year old Tristan was kind of going nuts for Carmen Lopez and the mom. The mom was hot as fuck. The mom from Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, they they blurred her cleavage in some episodes. <laughs> Is that true? Uh, I remember watching back in like 2010, on her. and they would just have like a, a little tiny blur. Really, that's yeah. interesting, huh? Yeah, wow. Sounds like a Florida yearbook. Three two one three two three nine five two one. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. Three two one three two three nine five two one. He's Chris. Who do we have first? Chris. Our favorite doggo. Woo! Our favorite heckin' pupper. <laughs> Hell yeah, Why brother. Why you gotta do this to me, man? Why you gotta make me emotional on the podcast? <laughs> I wish it was Romstein. I'm kind of taking this personally. You know, I actually chose that song because I have some little pop-up on my phone that allows me not to watch YouTube, so I can listen to... Because uh, it, like it'll interrupt and pause it, like Unless every time it pops premium. up. Yeah, so I got. Uh, I Kristen to... is gonna get so angry <laughs> that we're talking this much over his voicemail. No, go on though. I thought he was just giving us a backtrack. Well, the point of us not talking over his voicemail so that his, his jokes yeah. will land. I, but, I, he doesn't, I, but he doesn't have any jokes, so that's why we're talking. Unless, of course, Chris, you're saying that the song "Simple Man" is a joke, in which case I want only peace between the two podcasts between the oh. two men. Tristan Horse and Chris. He's trying to open up a can of worms. He's Chris really done trying nothing to but spit on us. But the really organ trying. had just come in, so can we hit play again? What'd you say? The oh, organ had just. Yeah. So I don't want Chris to get angry. Okay. But go on with that, though. What were you saying? Uh, I was just saying he's trying to open a can of worms and he's having trouble with this can. Before that, the pop ups on your phone? The pop ups. Uh, mm, the yeah. polyps in your colon? Well, no, it's just that I have a pop-up that'll pause YouTube every time it pops up, so then I can just listen to Simple Man while I have a cigarette and, you know, turn my phone off, and it'll continuously play. So, I think we're talking too much about Remstein and Leonard Skinner for the optics of this podcast. <laughs> listen, listen, like OG it's... Leonard Skinner, there's nothing problematic about it. Well, Pronounced Leonard Skinner. Well, Hell classic yeah. album. I don't think there's anything problematic with any of Leonard And there's no, nothing problematic with... Except for after the plane crash, they're not good anymore. True. But, uh, and there's nothing problematic with Ramstein. Well, now they get to play Mardi Gras. So. To, now they get to play Universal Mardi Gras with All American Rejects. Now they get to play Welcome to Rockville and the Spin Doctors. <laughs> I uh, fuck um, bare naked ladies. I have a bit of a like confession. I always thought you're gonna kill me. I'm not a huge Leonard Skinner guy. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I I never listened to a full album of Leonard Skinner. Weird. I know that it pronounced Leonard Skinner. I don't think I have like either. A, yeah. That's like, you know, a, 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 a country rock great. But, like, I always thought, for some reason I had something in my head, I thought that Simple Man was a post-plane crash Leonard Skinner song. No. I had no idea it was Ronnie Van Zandt. What made you think that, was. though? I just, Nothing, right? It was you later, wasn't it? I just, I don't know whatever... 
<laughs> you I, sounded like fucking uh the simple man on give me back my bullets who does sound like i have no fucking idea uh j jonas jameson what's his fucking name um oh, you sounded like jk, JK simmons, simmons and yeah. fucking uh whiplash just then you were like oh so you thought it any reason or just pop into your fucking stupid head play the drums harder kid <laughs> Not my rhythm. You my, drank my drums. Take, my, take my, this chair. My my corky daughter's pregnant. I will throw a tuba at your head. Sell me this drum. All right, Chris, go on. Yeah, go on, Chris. Yeah, but I always thought Simple Man was a post. For some reason, I, I had no it idea why was later, I thought that. I think, to be fair. It was like probably right before It's probably just you heard wrote. about that history, and then you heard the song afterwards. One of their surviving... One of the band members that survived the plane crash um, got on foot and went to a nearby uh, farmer's home to tell him there was a plane crash, and he got shot by the man who lived in the house. That's not true, is it? Yeah. He stumbled in there. Tried, like He was obviously hurt. And then he's him like, there was a man, plane I crash. got the worst luck it, today. This guy came out and shot him. Imagine being He the... didn't kill him. He, he shot him like, in the oh, leg. Okay. But yeah, no, yeah. Imagine being the presumably southern man that discovers not only has half of Leonard Skinner died, <laughs> but also you shot one of the members of Leonard you Skinner. You could have killed one of the surviving members. You had to then commit ritual seppuku with the Robert E. Lee Bowie what, knife. What, the funniest thing about that plane crash is that <laughs> there are many things to laugh about. But the funniest, well, Neil Young had a good night that night. But they had made up. I know they made up. And Ronnie Van Zant died with a Neil Young t-shirt on. We all know. Everyone always likes to throw that in my fucking face. Uh, Neil Young is a better musician than all of them. Anyways, my dad uh, would kick all of our asses if we heard us talking. Like, is he a big Skinner guy? Skinner is sacrosanct. There really? was this yeah. one boomer yeah, I mean, commercial that was on a bad. couple of years ago, and it was like, we remember Neil when he was young. Oh, that's oh wow. I Top did. Tier. I did an anime version of that one time. That'll be next week's segment. Uh, I mean, and also like they they they're in. Muslim Skinner. I dig it. Muzzy skin job. <laughs> Tips. Oh, he's playing the scary maze game. I can't do it. 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 We're listening to the whole thing. That poor dog. I just hope it's halal. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I will have nightmares about this. Just kill the dog already. I can't do it. I can't do it. This is a demo.
Chris is human again. That's good. Thanks, Chris. Tristan, we haven't had to have this talk since... Uh, it only took Leonard Skinner in the cult of Kali to bring it back. <laughs> since we don't have a, a, a crazy huge following, mm-hmm. we haven't had to have a talk about responsible platforming. Yes. But do you think that it's irresponsible that Chris is activating millions of agents around the world yeah, using your podcast? Yeah, That he's a fucking number station now? Yeah. <laughs> that's really what it is. It is a fucking number station. Here, that's a very good description. Thank you, Chris. We're glad you're better. Um, here is Christian. My mind is clearer now. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ, superstar. All too well, <laughs> I have seen where we all soon will be. If you strip away the myth from the man, you will see. Where we all soon will be. <laughs> That's right. You guys might be coming out to big episode 64. That's right. I'm looking forward to the magnificent <laughs> 73. That's the year Jesus Christ Superstar came out. All right, out. guys. Have a good show. <laughs> Fuck. That's fan. That's, you know... Every episode has one just stellar, crazy joke in it, and <laughs> it may not be funny to everyone, because not everyone is too familiar with the 1973 film Jesus Christ Superstar, starring Ted Neely, I was gonna Carly say, Anderson, and Yvonne Elliman. I've already got my song for that Yeah, up. yeah. What but, you uh, know about rolling down in Ted Neely. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. But me and Christian, for a time, we were absolutely obsessed with that film, and I still love Jesus Christ Superstar to this day. I know every lyric to every fucking song. And that was Heaven on Their Minds, uh, Judas Iscariot's character's opening song. Well, yeah, the opening song. There's the overture in the beginning, but what are you going to do? Uh, thank you, Christian, so much for that. That made me smile. Beautiful. And after 64, uh, big, magnificent 73, that will be another thing to look forward to after we get over the Beatles episode. Thank you, Christian. God bless you. Um, Here's Chris. God bless. Hey, boys. It's me. Um, hey, Chris. Driving around the Big Apple. Uh, hey, Chris. Kind of wanted to check in and wish you guys a good show. Thank um, you so much. Steven, loving the song. Uh, Rudy. Uh, someone call in and say something about me whining every time I call. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Oh, it's the fucking the Johnny Pemberton guy. And, you know, it's very, very rude. Very rude. So, driving behind a black woman. <laughs> Red Audi. <laughs> Red Audi. <laughs> I think it's the first time he's ever called me by my name, so I'll settle for it. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he's growing. Yeah. Uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris, I love you so much. You all know that. I, I, I'm your biggest advocate. I'm in love with you. Uh, but, yeah, take that with Johnny. Uh, you and Richard Koch used to have a rivalry now that Richard Koch is ostracized and banished from the horse house for being an, a beggar, an e-beggar. I miss uh, Richard. I do too, and he'll be back. He'll be back. Uh, can buy one of his shirts. I can never hate Richard. Yeah, uh, Richard Koch memorial t-shirts on the horse house. Duh. I'm going to buy a hyphen, sticker too, and I can horse, put them around town. Hyphen, uh, house dot launchcart.com. Please. Um dot shop dot launch cart dot shop there you go uh get all your horse house merch there what's the promo code 
Um, promo code is promo code Alf. <laughs> promo code is Wang. You get ten percent to check out uh, at NordVPN. Uh, thank you so much, Chris. We love you. Um, thank you. Here's this person. Hey boys, this is the cast and crew of Gaspel's Traveling. Oh whoa, I'm nervous about this one. Yes. Uh, we're just wrapping up an episode, uh, reminiscing of all the great times we've had together. Um, and we were just talking about how we, how much how big fans we are of the show. So, Thank you, here's Randy. Hello, boys. I can't wait to go home and wear the official horse house shirt. Thank you so much. In it. Here, here's Chef Angel. Uh, you know, long time, first time. Uh, wishing you guys a uh, really good day. Uh, <laughs> uh, here is Thank you, Rob. Hey, boys. I love you guys. Uh, still fanboying about the studio so uh yeah have a good show thank you and jordan here is here as well hi tristan i don't know who else goes on the sports oh yeah rudy steven i just started listening and you make me almost crash my car because you're hilarious thanks so much uh yeah your show's all right um but uh <laughs> just everybody's listening just come on and check out the gas from traveler uh uh oh, there's, there's over a minute left it's it, it, it's a show it's, about it's music. a show about music and food. Weird, the signal must have dropped. They're plugging their own podcast right now. I will allow it. I'm a Christ-like, benevolent person. I, you know, sometimes you got to share the wealth. That's all I want to say. Just call me Bernie. Listen, listen. You might okay. So you might want to, you might want to call me Jeffrey Tam Tambor because I'm about to get a little transparent here. I uh. I'm very Christ-like, and I would do uh, anything for anyone who's in, in, in need of help. I'm a very good person. Unless they need money. <laughs> Unless they need money. <laughs> and then, no, no, no. Banish from the horse house. I will let Nelson continue playing his own show. Rob, what's up? I have a game for you boys, a challenge. For the three of you, and if you have a guest, if Drew or anyone is there, okay. you guys should do what? That's fine. No, it's not. Um, What's going on? Not like a your own viral audio clip of the week, but bring. All right, let's talk business later. No, no, come on. Bring. bring they can just cut this, this part out. Fuck that. Yeah, they can cut on it. doesn't cut shit out. I'll tell you that much. Just yeah. bring something for show and tell. That's it. Bring something to the show for show and tell. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so check out Gaslow Traveling <laughs> on your favorite podcasting. I was just on it actually. Uh, platform. Um. Uh, Tristan Horse is on the most recent episode, so check, yes. check his episode out. We, we talked about the Beach Boys. When will that be out, Nelson? Uh, Surf's Up is a great album. Surf's Up by the Beach and Boys. we some food, and we, we just talk and bullshit and have a great time. So, uh, Gentlemen of the Horse House, uh, with love from your sister podcast, <laughs> have a great rest of your episode. Bye. Thank you, and God bless. Thanks, bud. Can he say that? Are they the sister podcast, officially? Well, they're the, they're the first one to claim it. I thought that so was by right. They're the first one to claim it, but we've had many yeah. sister podcasts. Um, we Almost are always the older one. and wiser sister, though. Mm-hmm. The, the hallowed horse house. And I, the sexier sister. A lot of shit happened in that voicemail. 
And I'd like to know. Was he, he was just interviewing people that he was at his work, right? <laughs> no, they, they 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 all work on a podcast. They heard gastral traveling. I thought he was just like it's working at his job at podcast. McDonald's, and he was like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, George." Say they something. they. I'd like. I, I have many questions about that voicemail. I'd like to know how much that was scripted. Them like um like getting a little pissy with each other. In a word, none of it. <laughs> That was like a free form phone call. Can yeah, I just it was say, fun. Can that I was just cool. say there's, there's I'm not been mad an, about there's it. There's been an open pair of scissors on the desk, and I don't know why. My I just I'm drawn to it, and I have to close them. Yeah, I just al- I just always think of snipping my foreskin just, off. Just don't go fully Vici or anything, man. No, just I'll do a little butterfly flip. Uh, Avicii slit his wrist in a hot bathtub and bled to death and killed himself. Did he really do that? That's how he killed himself. That's pretty cool. Um, oh. That's a pretty metal fucking way <laughs> hey, to die, that's pretty actually. cool. You know, who chooses that? And the thing is, he was on meth, so all his capillaries were constricted. Is that like, true? Why is this fucking taking so long? I'd like to know, though, like, that's like... <laughs> you're super <laughs> You're super fucked in the head. If that's how you're going to kill yourself. Yeah, just mean? get a gun, dude. Buy a gun for $100. I, I feel like if I'm in the mood to kill myself... Like, Sit in your car in the some, garage. The Why are you is, slitting your wrist in yeah. a hot bathtub? I would do it in a, in a unique way. I'm, I'm going to be dead soon. Well, the, hot, the heat I makes guess. your blood flow faster, I think. Yeah, so the, that, that would yeah. explain the hotness. The, the hot water makes your blood, I guess, gush more. It was probably a spur of the moment thing, too. You think so? Yeah. I mean, also, some it's people don't want to... very like, impulsive. Yeah. Some people don't like want to destroy their head, you know, because they're... Their uh, you know family members might want to see their dead body yeah, their for whatever weird reason. Face fucking one last time. Yeah, they're just they're fucking gross and they care about their image too much. I came home, she <laughs> was soused. Um, check well, out Gastral Traveling, and maybe we uh, can on do the show and... episode we discussed uh, surfs up by the Beach Boys, and maybe we can do show and tell for episode sixty five. It yeah. probably won't fit in for episode sixty four, but. Steve, you're the best. I'll show you my cock and you tell you me what you think so about funny. it. Why? And the look on your face, it was it was very funny. That was a good joke. Whenever you were on the podcast and you talked about the <laughs> Surf's Up album by the Beach Boys, did yeah. you also talk about the hit animated movie Surf's Up? With the little penguins? No, we didn't. That featured the original Pearl Jam song, Big Wave? I made a point not to listen to that <laughs> and, uh, fucking song. John Hader from uh, Napoleon Dynamite played the chicken. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. He's like a stoner chicken, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a retard stoner, stoner chicken. chicken. I hope he's doing well. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> Let me tell you, he's not. Dude, that guy's probably made millions off Hot Top merchandise. Hot Top merchandise. <laughs> God that dude's it. made millions getting Hot Top. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a dollar, uh, that was the horse horse voicemail. Nine one two five six seven. That's it. That's- <laughs> Three two Is one. Is this the worst three, episode ever? Three two one three two three nine five two one. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. Three two one three two three nine five two one. There's two things I like: fresh tap and hot top. That's not the end of the segment, though. I have some breaking news and some bad news. Oh, no. Roger Stone's wife, Nydia B. Stone, has been diagnosed with stage 3 cancer that has spread to her lungs. Damn. And... (laughs) (laughs) It's such a serious thing to say right after that. Hey, you know, she could do worse. There's one more stage. (laughs) Uh, So our prayers are with the Stone family right now. Mr. Dr. Roger Stone and his beautiful wife Nadia B. Stone, who is and, actually very hot, and their son she, Slop. They have a hot fucking. He has a they. <laughs> Roger, Roger Stone's non-binary. 
<laughs> Breaking news on the horse house. It's a rare double whammy verdict. Nadia Stone has cancer. And Roger Stone is non-binary. But our prayers do go out to Nadia. We hope she beats this. And it goes out to Roger and their extended family, including their son, Sly. So thank you to the family, Stone. Uh, you're in our prayers. <laughs> Dumb fucking joke. Oh god. We should end the podcast right. I hate that. <laughs> that, that. That tickled me so much. It was a perfect setup. You in, you integrated it perfectly into that. Very unexpected. Sly is not Roger's biological son, but he loves him like it. Shut the fuck Don't up. Don't say any more about it. It was the perfect joke. Stop. Rudy, you're supposed to swallow it, not inhale it. <laughs> Rudy, what's going on with crypto? It's bad, man. I, uh, I've, with, I've withdrawn from Coinbase entirely. Yeah. I've liquidated all of my uh, existing crypto. Uh, I am mining again because... Wait, the, really? Yeah. You've sold all your crypto? Yeah. How much did you get for all of it? Uh... So I still have some that's like in a wait. In like those a, three double cheeseburgers you brought to the horse house. That was those, was that that, that was, was actually, I. That was three Bitcoin that Asleep. I sold forever ago and just been sitting in an account. Those were uh, each forty thousand dollar cheeseburgers. How much? How much money did you make? Um, I just I, I think I pulled out my main Coinbase fund, which was like uh, two hundred and forty bucks. Wasn't like a whole lot because oh. it was all stuff that I've either mined or gotten from Bat. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, Bitcoin, it's too speculative now. Uh, fucking every time I turn on MSNBC, they're talking about fucking Bitcoin and cryptocurrency like it's a real goddamn thing. What's doggy at? I don't know. I don't What's cum rocket at? I don't have to know anymore, and that's and I'm free. This is the last crypto corner. <laughs> How's pubis Wait, doing? is that true? Is this the last crypto corner? <laughs> I don't know. If you want me to, I'll keep up with it. I'm just, I'm not passionate about it anymore. It became too much of like a gay, uh, I mean. Really? I mean, normal uh, Wall Street bets. <laughs> <laughs> Wall Street bets topic. I've got a great idea. Put a pin yeah. in that. Yes, I got a great idea. After the palate cleanser of episode sixty-four, because we wouldn't talk about crypto, why don't the fans vote or call in? So either submit submissions to the Horse House Twitter account at duh underscore horse underscore house, or call in suggesting what you would want Rudy's weekly segment to turn into. Mm. Uh, okay. Or, yeah. Uh, I'll cast my first vote. The show Veep, starring uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. <laughs> it has to rhyme too, or have like that alliterative flow. Like that's Rudy's, what I meant. That's what I meant. Rudy's crypto it has to corner. rhyme like yeah. the words "crypto" and "corner." <laughs> I'm, Rudy listen, the that, creep watches Veep. That brownie fucked me up. Did it? I'm like feeling nutty. That's yeah. weird. Uh, Do you have that Delta Eight pen with you? Don't go crazy on it, because you suck really hard on it. I won't, sir. And I just, just like please a... isolate the audio. Please cut that out. But so, Rudy, that's you, you're done with crypto. I don't know. I'm just really disillusioned by it. It became like a just like a meme thing, like everything else. Bitcoin had like some inherent stability for yeah. being a crypto, which was sort of rare, and that's all out the window now because everyone's everyone and their brother, either because of COVID or because of irresponsible media coverage, yeah. has just uh, shit the bed all up. Um, very fun. Uh, I think it was from. Binance, uh, popular crypto stock exchange. The CEO put out a statement doing damage control because of the state of the crypto market right now. And they're like, hey, uh, I think he said something to the effect of like, hey, uh, listening to tweets from rich people is not going to make you rich. Stop making your investment decisions based off of uh, like I'm popular a opinion. I'm a chairman. Listen, somebody will be a chairman. Right, Ponzi scheme. Right, they're always yes. want to be chairmans. 
right Try now on. I want to vote for Rudy's Lotto Grotto, which is just Rudy <laughs> scratching on, uh, off lottery tickets live on podcast. So much. That might be a pretty good idea. We'll look into we, that. We make Rudy, we make make Rudy smoke them. a wood tip yeah. while he scratches Lotto tickets. Off, off air, we'll discuss more about that. It's kind of sad to see it go. Everyone loves Crypto Corner. No one loves it. This is kind of like when uh, the uh, Andy Warhol Diaries. Maybe we'll just replace the Andy Warhol's Diaries. I think that's what everyone likes. Uh, uh, that's what everyone wants. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. That was how the music went. Um, I had a was, weird dream last night. You guys want to hear about it? Sure, yeah. why not? Well, uh, it was. I was basically I was riding in the truck, and then we all started grandpa. kissing. No, you guys weren't there. It was just me and my grandpa. But he was acting a lot there, Steve. My my grandpa's like a very straight laced, you know, Marine Corps type guy. Yeah. But he was like, he was kind of like bad news bears type. And we were driving in in a truck, and it was nighttime, and he's just offering to like get me a prostitute. I'm like, but I don't have any money. He's like, well, you know, I didn't fucking say anything about money. I'll pay for it. And but uh, all the prostitutes were too ugly, so I ended up not getting my dick sucked like I had planned. And that's where it ended. I woke up and I came here. They say uh, a key to lucid dreaming is being able to see your hands in your dream. Yeah, that's one of the tricks. Like but, you try to put your finger through your hand. That's or like the first step in lucid yeah. dreaming. You yeah. should have turned it into a lucid dream. Yeah, I could have fucked my grandpa. All right, dude, bring it in. Come on, give me some skin on that one. Very good. I'm I'm an advocate for the the furthest edges of human experience and sensation. So, like, if you want to just do everything and feel everything, go ahead. Who, who gives a shit? We're all we'll all be dead. Thank you, Frank Slanesh. We need to get Rudy. I don't know who that is, but I'll give you a horse. Y'all like on Warhammer it. 40k? Oh no, stop. Yeah, yeah, Frank. <laughs> Or, wish... or if he was, if skulls for the skull run, if, sorry, sorry, really quick, if or if he was one of the four uh, chaos gods, but also oh a neoconservative <laughs> film director, he would be Frank Slanesh D'Souza. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking nice. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you can't top the Sly and the Family Stone one. I don't man. care. This is a victory lap. That name rings a bell, Dinesh D'Souza. Who is that? He, uh, He's a neocon film director. He fucked Ann Coulter's brains out. He did. Oh, yeah. uh, Rudy, I'm sorry, man. Good I riddance. Probably, I probably heard the name on 4chan. <laughs> this is wrong. Good riddance, fuck the shit. He's going to be at the Mike Lindell <laughs> rally I'm where they have, they have uh, Krang project Donald Trump speaking. I know Krang and I know Donald Trump, but I don't know the first guy. You My pillow guy. My pillow Oh yeah, he's having a unite the right rally yeah, with awesome. Diamond and Diamond Silk, Silk and Dinesh D'Souza, and Dinesh D'Souza's yeah. daughter, Dilk cousin, himself. or wife. <laughs> that guy was awake for 14 days before his cocaine dealers pulled an intervention on him. Like that was that's his. Yeah, story. but don't talk about the president's son. Not a political podcast. Tristan's dollar clip of the week has begun, and and we have a dumb slut um, who's trying to wage war on us. Can you believe that? And no, it's, and, and, no, and no, it's not the Prime Minister of New Zealand. It's someone else. Jacinda Alden. God. It's this, it's this bitch <laughs> named Ali Horth. Hmm. And listen, I'm not going to say anything else, but take a look at this clip. This is the trailer for her podcast. Came out November 26, 2020. Jacinda? Is that the... Oh. What's up, everyone? My name is Allie Horth, and I am the host of Welcome to the Horth House, a podcast all about growing up without a dad, relationships, breakups. Wait, wait, listen to this. Wait, wait, wait. Everyone quiet. Welcome to the Horth House, a podcast all about growing up without a dad, relationships, breakups, 
sexual trauma, and all the daddy issues that come along with it. Life can be hard sometimes, but you don't have to feel alone. Around That's our here, podcast. our motto is feel your feelings and laugh through the pain. If you're like me and you grew up without your dad, the pain away. any of these prior issues, Let your dad or fuck you the just want to listen along, I do go agree ahead with- and go follow Welcome to the Horth House. I'll see you there. <laughs> it sounds like just speech, a speech impediment. <laughs> I, That's because uh, I, I instantly to, just think she's I don't saying under, Horth House. I don't understand. Am I am I in a dream right now? <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is, this is am evil. I about to start fucking Frank's is, grandpa? Is this a person evil. you know? No, this is just this some, is how some, did you come across this? Some bitch with no dad. Stop, what stop I, calling her a bitch. <laughs> well, she's a piece of shit. I want to know how this gash got to that <laughs> conclusion. <laughs> but Allie Horth, I do like to laugh the pain away, SoundCloud, or sweetie. just laugh. Um, this axe wound because the pain doesn't go anywhere. But uh, Tristan, I have to have a conversation with you really quick. Um, what we named your bedroom and what might have become one of the names for the podcast involves. What was the nickname that we gave your your bedroom? Way sad long. Dad Convention Center. Yeah, the yeah. Sad Dad Convention Center, and and uh, this we had the secret Sad Dad Society. Yeah, remember? Yeah. Uh, and I I think one I might be wrong, but I think one of the original like prototype names for what a podcast could be was something involving like the Sad Dad Convention. Yeah. Her oh, podcast so- is all about down and out dads that left. Wow. Why do you leave? Maybe he came to the set. Wow, yeah. <laughs> this is like two different worlds colliding. And our podcast is kind of about other stuff too, and like I, well, relationships a, and a, sexual trauma. <laughs> definitely about <laughs> sexual trauma. Uh, with Rudy in here, I mean, how can it not be? But, I can't yeah, believe this. I'm going to I genuinely can <laughs> hear this. Craft. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message her and I'll be like, what the fuck? No, yeah, it, it's kind but, of... Are you at all related to Welcome to the Horse House? <laughs> Jesus, she's in for a surprise. Just send her one of our episodes. She's gonna find us eventually. I wonder how popular this is. Welcome to See, the Horse House. How did you find this? How did you find this? Nelson sent it to me from Gastral Traveling. Well, how he's, did he find it? He said, "Uh oh, I don't know." Damn. Maybe he's is in she on popular. It. Let me look at the Apple Podcast app. She only has ten ratings on her podcast on 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 the Apple. Well, how many do we have? <laughs> Zero. Yeah, how many do we have? One. I, I think we genuinely have two. Yeah, that's vocal fry much. I, I just I I can't figure how she would get to that conclusion. Yeah. Like, what's what's the joke? I get that her name is Horth and it sounds like horse. Yeah, but why welcome to the house part? Hey, that's you just blew this case wide the fuck no, open, Frank. True, we have a that, court case that doesn't make sense. Like the horse house is obviously I'm Tristan Horse. This is the house that I'm in. Well, I, I guess the horse house know, also is the same thing. One time is coincidence. Two yeah. times is happenstance, and three times is enemy action. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she has a lawsuit. Yeah, she she's gonna get fucking served. Have, have you listened to an episode? No, I'd go harder on her if this wasn't a podcast about how she probably got like molested as a child. I don't want to really talk by her, too much by her own it. father. See, but we should she... invite her on to see how she came up with her no, name. No, no, no. So, Allie Horth, a large bean regarder. I have. Very well, nice. I, I like to say I have nothing but contempt for you, but it is strange that you would use basically this podcast name. And understanding what is probably your last name is Horth, but. It's like Mike Tyson like wrote it. Mm-hmm. But there's Let's so the many things house. you could do with Can't horse. Can't believe he writes like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's cute as a button. Well, Welcome to Your Mom's House is a very famous podcast. So that could, that be a little, could that be a little derivative? Maybe she got it from that. Maybe we got it from that. Tristan, well, yeah, speak sure. up. 
Also, well, it doesn't help that one of my it, oh, it, it doesn't help that for the past eight years, uh, my one of my favorite YouTube series has been a show called Welcome to the Basement. So they well, can we can all kind of just point fingers at each other. Yeah, it fills like the a, syllables of Guns N' Roses' 1989 classic okay. Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> okay, okay, Stephen. Steve's taking Welcome a Welcome to the horse house. I got raped by my dad. <laughs> Steven was like lurching further and like kind of freaking me out. Just I think I think the two pockets in the brownie were in, eaten by two of the members, and it's I'm gonna clue in the audience at home. It's not Frank uh, and it's not Rudy. I'm just now realizing I was given a very small piece. This has been a very strange episode, and there's really nothing left to say. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> no, because we're going on an hour and thirty-one minutes. Oh my hey, God. we've been going a long time like without saying a lot. Like the famous Ramstein lyrics, it's something unpredictable, and in the end, it's right. <laughs> Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. I hate Green Day. Even early Green Day. I just can't get really? with it. I don't like Green Day. I think it's shit. It's Duke? Not pineapple Upside Down Cake. Should we end the podcast I get why by people like singing it. a song? By what? Singing a song? We, we could all sing a song? Sure. At the podcast? You guys what know, you you guys know uh, Jumper by Third Eye Blind? I only know the first lyric. Damn. Well, I don't know any songs that we all know, so maybe that was a, a bad bit. Thanks to learn. Next week. Oh, um, I was going to say, did we want to sing a Beatles song to lead into episode 64? Mm-mm, like fine. if people okay. fade in and fade out of the podcast? <laughs> I don't want to end with doing a Beatles karaoke. What if, like, what if we draw lots and the loser has to have gay sex with the other three? All right. All right. That was a bad uh, bit. Can Steven's we Steven's playing the maze game over there. Steven's kind of... He's, he's <laughs> for the, the centaur within the maze. It it was a minotaur, and also it hit me all at once. It was those extra two crumbs that you went over and got. I rubbed really it against my gums. Edge. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. It's, it's something unpredictable, and yes. in the end it's right. I hope you have the time of your life. But really, though, thanks so much for listening, and uh, come back next week for the Beatles. Call in with your Beatles questions. Yeah, hey, call in with uh, some of your favorite Beatle memories, Beatle moments, and... Beatle Borgs. Beatle Borgs. Uh, Beatle Bailey, mm-hmm. the great comic strip. Yeah. I feel like you like Beatle Bailey yeah, That was my up. dad's favorite comic. Yeah. He pointed comic. it out to me. It's a good comic. V-Dub Beatles. Yeah. Ruddles. Queries. Magustalations, everyone. Assalamualaikum. Speaking of Rammstein earlier, mm-hmm. I've been listening to Rammstein a lot. And in the 70s, there was a a novelty band called the Wombles in England. Mm-hmm. It was The band members were dressed up as big animals because it was a children's show. Okay. And um, I've been listening. They made a lot of albums in the 70s, very big in England. Yes, sir. The Wombles. Um and I've been listening to only Rammstein and the Wombles. I really I saw you were about to tell me that Rammstein were the Wombles in disguise. Uh, no. <laughs> That'd be and cool, also though. on top of that, um, uh, those two artists and three songs from Oasis. Don't Look Back in Anger, Champagne Supernova, and Wonderwall. Overrated band. Sorry, not Wonderwall. Stand By Me. Um, All from their classic album, What's the Story, yeah. open parentheses, Morning I Glory. I think that's the only one I quite like by them. Also, Stephen, we discussed it today. It's going to blow your mind. Oasis has seven albums with both brothers. And one of them's John Their Lennon. last one was released in 2009. Is that true? I totally thought they broke up after like two albums. Well, yeah. Stephen they, thought so too. I wonder how... I think they've come like they've come back, tried to reunite, released music, and then they hate each other again about yeah. four times. And I wonder what the frequency between those first albums were before the first breakup, right? Because like, if they put out like six albums in two years, 
you know. That's not how it happened. Because famously, famously, <laughs> I I looked at the discography. On we don't know. Okay, yes, One sir. of the big like stories about that big rivalry between Oasis and Blur, who was going to be the next Beatles, um, which. Why don't we just talk about that now? Um, I yeah, I have four percent on my laptop. Okay, really quickly. Uh, uh, it's official horsehouse theory that while Oasis won the battle, Blur won the war, seeing as they get to add the legacy of gorillas. Um, uh, 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 fuck. Uh, oh, but Blur, Blur and Oasis. Steven. Blur and Oasis released an album on the same day, and they refused to, to oh, change. His and Inter just died. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road Time grabs you by the rest, directs you where to go So make the best of this test and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life So take the photographs and still frames in your mind Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time Tattoos of memories and dead skin on trial For what it's worth, it was worth all the while It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life It's something unpredictable But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life